so much. So why don't we give Brother Rouse a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit again tonight. God bless him. Hallelujah. Come on, won't you give that to the Lord tonight? God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You ought to high-five somebody close to you. Tell them I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just try not to hit them in the face. Amen. Praise God. Hey, maybe some of them you'd like to. Never mind. We ain't going to go there. Hallelujah. Thank you, G. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this evening? Amen. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. He is awesome. He is mighty, and he is up to something big. Amen. He's up to something good, and there's nothing too hard for him. Amen. I know I say it over and over again, but I'm just believing that before we leave here tonight, somebody can leave here knowing that I've been touched by God, and I've been forever changed in his presence. Those burdens I was carrying, I don't have to carry them anymore, but I've laid them down at the feet of Jesus, and I know that he's made a difference in my life. Anybody want to leave here tonight different? Than the way you came. I said, anybody want to leave here tonight different than the way you came? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Judges chapter 7. Amen. Beginning with verse number 16. Judges chapter 7. Beginning with verse number 16. Amen. I do want to say once again what an honor it is to be back in the house of the Lord. Give honor uh, to Pastor Moore, Sister Moore. Amen. Thank them for all their generosity and kindness. Amen. Towards me and my family. Amen. Thank you all for making us feel at home. Amen. And uh, just enjoying ourselves. Amen. I told, um, I told this to Pastor Moore. Amen. That uh, this has been one of those revivals uh, for, for me and for my family that uh, we've, we've been blessed by God as uh, just being a part of these wonderful church services. Amen. And watching the Lord move. Amen. You know, there's sometimes you leave feeling emptied out. Amen. But there's sometimes you, uh, as an evangelist, you're able to uh, take in as well. And I'm just so thankful uh, that this has been one of those places. Amen. Uh, Judges chapter 7, verse number 16. And I'm believing God's going to do something great here in the house of the Lord tonight. Judges 7 and 16 says, And he divided, speaking of Gideon, the 300 men into three companies. And he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me. And do likewise, and behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. When I blow with a trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the, the trumpets also on every side of all the camp, and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and, all, and the hundred men that were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And they had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the, held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal. And they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. Now, if you would, let's turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Verse number 5, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. Amen. Here in, in Judges we find that uh, Gideon has ordered his men to surround on each side of the enemy's camp. And there, as they are changing the guard, as they're uh, changing shifts, so to speak, 
Uh, they, they catch them off guard by shouting and by making a tremendous noise and by blowing their trumpets here uh, to try to catch them by surprise and try to let them know this thing's not over yet, but we still got some fight left in us. Uh, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5 says, for every battle of the warrior, somebody say every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. Somebody say noise. And garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands together one more time. Would you help me pray all across this house? Lord Jesus, uh, God, we come before you right now. God, I pray that you'd move and work in this house. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God, Lord, I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions, and fill me with your holy anointing. God, I admit my dependence upon you. God, I pray that you'd use me as an instrument, as a tool in the palm of your hand. God, use me for your glory tonight. God, Lord, let somebody know here in the house of the Lord tonight that you are with them and that you are going before them. God, that there is nothing too hard for you here in this place. God, uh, Lord, let your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage in this house. God, let the walls of doubt and insecurity be brought down low uh, in the house of the Lord tonight. God, I pray that you'd anoint every ear to hear, God, uh, and anoint my lips and my mouth to preach your word tonight, God. Uh, Lord, and I pray, God, that if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, uh, that it will be said that it was because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands together one more time. I wonder what somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm here. Come on, you need to let the devil know I'm still in the house of the Lord tonight. I'm still in the presence of the Lord tonight. God, I thank you for what you're doing, God. I magnify your holy name, Jesus. You are awesome and righteous and good. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to preach to you what the Lord's laid on my heart. It's time to make some noise. Amen. It's time to make some noise. And, and I hope that tonight, I hope that you realize that we are in a war. Amen. And in this war, there is a lot of noise and, and uh, all kinds of different sounds uh, uh, happening at the same time. When they come together, they cause a confusing sound. It, it leaves it hard um, to pick out just one particular sound when, when all the noise and all the racket is taking place. Uh, and it, and it, it makes a confusing noise that is hard uh, uh, to decipher and it's hard to discern. Uh, and First Peter chapter 5 and verse number 8, uh, Peter writing said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom uh, he may devour. Can I tell you that Satan is like a lion spewing out uh, all kinds of noise in order to confuse us. Uh, but not only us as saints, but uh, Satan is doing his best to confuse those that are out in the world. Uh, uh, Satan told God in the book of Job... Uh, when God asked him, where have you been? He said, I've been going, walking up and down, to and fro uh, in the earth. Can I tell you, he's looking for somebody uh, that he can weaken. Uh, he's looking for somebody that he can confuse uh, with the noise and with the chaos that proceeds uh, out of his mouth, trying to confuse uh, somebody in their mind, trying to confuse uh, somebody in their thinking. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 uh, says, Thou therefore endure hard 
darkness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Come on, can I tell you tonight that here in the house of the Lord there's too much important going on. There's too many things going on in the house of the Lord and going on in these last days for us to get wrapped up and to get entangled by all the noise that's in this world. There's too much going on and too much at stake for us to get left behind by what God is wanting to do in our lives. Oh, there's too much that God is wanting to do for us to get focused on the confused noise of this world and miss out on what God is doing. Paul said, I want you to endure hardness as a good soldier and do not get wrapped up and don't get entangled with the affairs of this life. Why? Because it'll cause you to be distracted and cause you to be taken out by the adversary that's going about seeking whom he may devour. Amen. War cries have been used in battle for many years because there's just something about noise that all of a sudden noise that would seemingly come out of nowhere that strikes fear into, the, into people's hearts and into people's minds. And, uh, especially in uh, surprise attack situations, the, a battle cry would, would go forth uh, and it would cause the enemy to freeze up just long enough uh, to be overcome by their adversaries. Uh, and even in the sports world, uh, uh, their, their noise is very important because uh, uh, it's, you're able to confuse your opponent if you're able uh, to make enough noise. Not too long ago, a football stadium was even nicknamed the 12th man because they were able to create so much noise that it was just like having an extra player on the field to give them the upper hand and to give them the advantage. Can I tell you that Satan is just like this. He wants to do everything that he can to create as much noise as he can so that you don't know what to do and so that I don't know what to do. And the confusion and the chaos would overtake our hearts and overtake our minds. Can I tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight, we have an adversary that's not playing games. We have an adversary that's playing for keeps. We have an adversary that says whatever I have to do to cause you to be lost and that's what I'm willing to do. I'm not going to hold anything back. And with an adversary like that, God is looking for men and women that will stand up and say I will be a good soldier. I'm not going to let the noise of this world affect my mind. I'm not going to let the lies of hell cause me to be lost. Can I tell you that Satan has a confusing sound in this world. You can go down the road a little way in any direction and hear whatever kind of preaching you want to hear. You can go wherever you want to go and hear whatever makes you happy and experience whatever type of experience you want to experience. Can I tell you, there's a lot of noise in this world. There's a lot of lies and a lot of confusion in this world. 
You can find somebody that'll pat you on the back and tell you you're okay with just living however you want to live and doing however you want to do. There is a confusing noise, a confusing sound in this world. You can turn on your radio and flip through the dials, through the stations, and hear all types of filth and junk that would pollute your mind and cause you to be confused about what's going on around you. Can I tell you there are things that we ought not to allow ourselves to sit down and entertain ourselves with. There are things that we ought to shut off and say, God, I'm making up my mind. I'm not going to let the noise and the pollution of this world get into my mind and get into my head and cause me to believe things that are not true. Can I tell you, Satan has a lot of different noises that all come together to bring confusion to the heart and to the mind. We wonder why our young people struggle the way they struggle. If you listen to the type of music that tells you to just gratify your flesh and just do whatever feels good in the moment before long. That's what you're going to be doing. If you listen to whatever you want to listen to, whatever sounds good at the moment and whatever makes you feel like, hey, hey, this is a good tune and this is a good jam. You're not realizing that what you're doing to yourself is you're allowing the adversary access into your mind to cause confusion and to go contrary to the Word of God and the things that you hear preached uh, across the pulpit in the house of God. Uh, and I tell you, it's not God's will uh, for us to allow the devil uh, access into our mind over uh, and over and over again. Uh, and I tell you, you can sit in front of a TV screen uh, and pollute your mind uh, until there's nothing good left in your thinking. Uh, but it's God's will uh, for you to make up your mind. Uh, I don't need the filth uh, and I don't need the junk of this world. Uh, what I need is a good old-fashioned uh, move of the Holy Ghost uh, that'll shake the gates of hell uh, in my life uh, and in my mind. Uh, I don't need the trappings uh, of this world. Uh, I need Jesus. Hallelujah. And all these confusing, conflicting noises, these sounds, leave our children and even our adults wondering what is right and what is wrong. The world is making a lot of noise. You could go online and find whatever you wanted to find as far as perversion goes. You could go online and find whatever you wanted to find as far as what you wanted to believe. You could find something to back up and to support whatever you wanted to believe. But can I tell somebody here in the house of the Lord tonight, there's one thing that Satan is not scared of, and that's a quiet church. He's not scared of a church that just says, you know what, we're just going to live our lives and we're just going to go through the motions. Satan is not intimidated by that. Because when the church is silent and when the pulpit is silent, that's when Satan can have his heyday. That's when his noise has no opposition. I come to preach in the house of the Lord tonight. I come to tell you something. Satan is scared of a church that's not afraid to lift up his voice and say, we don't need this world. We don't need the things that bring pollution into our homes and into our minds. But what we need is a good 
good old fashioned uh, red hot revival uh, that says God uh, whatever you want me to give up uh, I'll lay it on the altar uh, whatever you want me to lay down uh, God here it is uh, I want your word uh, in my mind Satan is scared of a church that stands up and calls sin what it is. Satan is scared of men and women that teach their children right from wrong. And that's why he tries to infiltrate every type of, of, of education that he can because he wants your children to be confused. He wants them to wonder, is there really male and female? Is it this or is it that? That's why there's so much perversion going on in this world because Satan wants our children confused. He wants our wives confused. He wants your husbands confused. He wants there to be as much confusion in the home as there can be. But can I tell you, it's God's will for us to lift up his name higher than any filth and higher than any drunk. Can I tell you, if you've got music in your home, it's not edifying and glorifying God. You need to let your babies know we're not going there anymore. We're not doing that anymore. But we're going to edify and lift up the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, we got to have revival. we got to have an outpouring. And we're not going to get it by allowing the devil to confuse our hearts uh, and to confuse our minds uh, but somebody's got to stand up dead dry church doesn't get the job done but what gets the job done is when there's a group of men and women that make up their mind I know we have an adversary but we're in a war and I'm not giving up. I'm not going to let them just come in and take what they want. I'm not just going to let them come in and leave behind whatever message they want to leave behind. Come on, where are the voices that raise up and contest the adversary's lies? Where are the moms and dads that stand up and combat hell in the doorway and say, you can't have my babies. Not yesterday, not today, and not tomorrow. I'm not going to let your junk come in and pollute my mind. You're home ought to be a sanctuary for your children. Your home ought to be a safe place for your babies. Your home ought to be a place where your children can lay their head down and know I'm all right in mama's house. I know I'm all right in daddy's house. It ought to be a safe haven where they can run in and sit at the table and say, Dad, I need some help. Mama, I need to talk to you. I got some stuff going on in my life. Come on, we got to lift up our voice louder than the adversary and let him know. Come on, we are the church of the living God. Now, the Midianites had come in. They had ransacked the land. Not just once, but it was a continual process. Can I tell you that Satan is never satisfied with just one victory. But he wants it over and over and over and over again.
He's not satisfied with just stealing one crop and one harvest, but he wants the next crop and he wants the next harvest. He's not satisfied with just taking some of your cattle and just some of what you worked for, but he wants to take it all year after year, day after day. Can I let you know tonight the adversary, the devil, he's like that roaring lion walking up and down to and fro, saying, I'm going to stop what they're doing and I'm going to get them in such a state in their mind that my noise outweighs all the prophecies they've ever heard that my noise outweighs all the messages that they've ever heard that my my word my noise outweighs everything good that's going on in their life I want to get them in such a place that when they hear me coming fear gets in their heart and they go sit down somewhere and they keep silent and they let me do whatever I want to do in their lives and in their homes but what God is looking for uh, is for men and women uh, that make up their minds uh, I still got a trumpet in my hand uh, I still got a voice to declare uh, here all is with the Lord that God uh, is one Lord uh, come on we got to have some people uh, that make up their minds uh, not in my gates uh, and not in my home uh, I am the defender uh, and the protector of my soul but day after day Year after year, being stripped down to nothing, planting, and then expecting, and then having it all stripped away. They found themselves caves and dens to hide in. And here, they begin to cry out to the Lord because what was going on in their lives and what they were facing in their spirits and in their hearts. For seven years, they lived in fear and intimidation while the oppressor came in over and over again, taking everything. But in Judges 6 and 11, we find that the angel of the Lord comes and he's sitting under the oak there at Orpha. And he begins to call a man named Gideon. And he calls him a mighty man of valor. And Gideon in himself and in his own mind, he doesn't see himself as a mighty man of valor. Although he is doing everything he can to try to provide, he's sneaking out into the fields and gathering whatever he can and bringing it back and hiding behind the wine press just trying to get enough to bring home to, to mama and to bring home to his babies, just, just trying to get enough by, just trying to make things work and just trying to make ends meet because he's living in that constant fear that it could be any day now that the adversary is going to come and take everything that I've worked for. I'm, i got to get what I can while I can. He's living in that mindset and, and the angel of the Lord calls him a mighty man of valor and to him He's thinking, I don't have a sword in my hand. I'm here hiding behind the wine press. How are you calling me a mighty man of valor? Can I let somebody know tonight that God is looking for men and women? You might not feel like a champion. You might not feel like a warrior. But God knows how to speak things into existence over your life. Right now, you might feel scared and intimidated. But God knows how to call you a mighty man of valor. Can I tell you, he can speak words. 
over your life to let you know that he's moving and working in you. He's able to come down right where you are and do something within you that the adversary cannot steal and that the adversary cannot take away from you. He's able to work in your life in ways that you can never comprehend. Come on, can I tell somebody by faith you've got to reach out and allow God to speak over your life. By faith you've got to say, God, if that's what you call me, then I'm willing to believe it. If that's what you think about me, then I'm willing to accept it. Hallelujah. Almighty man of valor. Who be? Don't you know who my family is? My family, my tribe is the poorest in Israel. And on top of that, my family is the poorest in my tribe. I'm as low as it can get. I'm as far down the list as it can get. If you're looking for somebody that could be successful, you're looking at the wrong man. That's not me. I've never been voted most likely to succeed. But can I tell you, the angel of the Lord was letting him know God has a plan for your future and God has a plan for your life. And the noise in his mind that was put there by day after day of defeat and year after year of uncertainty, the noise that was in his mind telling him you'll never be anything more than what you are right now God said first I gotta get into your mind first I gotta let you know that I'm able to do it for you and then you can let other people know hey God found me where I was and he called me by my name and he called me out from behind my hiding place and he said hey I got a work for you to do and I tell you tonight you've been battling day after day with the negative voices of the adversary telling you that the glory years are over you with and those days are done. You might as well hang it up when I come to tell somebody it's time to get your sword back out and let the devil know I'm cutting through your noise. I'm cutting through your drama. I'm cutting through your chaos. I'm still a child of God. God still has his hand on my life. I'm not done yet because God's not done yet. I'm not finished yet because God's not finished yet before God can use you you gotta let him break through the noise in your mind you gotta let him win that battle going on in your head and finally finally the Lord breaks through that noise that's in his head he felt like he was too small and too insignificant to make a difference. But God said, you just hold on. I'm going to do something in your life. I'm going to do something through you. I'm going to do something in you. And I'm going to do something. Can I tell you that sometimes God does things in spite of us. But God would rather do things through us and in us. God would rather use a man or a woman that's not afraid to stand up and say, I've listened to the noise of the adversary long enough. I've listened to him roar and try to intimidate me long enough. He's gone around trying to let me know that this is his territory. 
But can I tell you tonight, it's God's will for men and women to rise up and say, we're taking every inch. We're taking every ounce. We're not going to let the adversary have anything that God said was ours. Come on, I wonder what would happen if some men and women made up their minds. I got a voice louder than my adversary. I got a voice louder than my enemy. I got a voice that I can raise that says I'm here to praise and worship. I'm here to let my adversary know my God is triumphant in battle. He's glorious and there is none like him. God breaks through that noise in Gideon's mind. Finally, step by step, we find him left with 300 men. And Gideon, in the passage we started with, Gideon separates his men into three groups. And instead of placing swords and spears and shields in their hands, they say, wait, that's not... That's how the world fights. That's how, that's how they do it. That's what our enemies have. But what we're going to do is we're going to arm ourselves with a trumpet. And we're going to arm ourselves with a pitcher, with a light, with a lamp inside that pitcher. And we're going to surround our adversary. Although we're outnumbered tremendously as far as man to man goes. But can I tell you, they had one on their side that was greater than any army. They had one on their side that was mightier than any fighting force that could ever be assembled. They had one on their side that was better than anybody that could lift a sword or a spear. They had someone on their side that said, hey, I'm able to save by many and I'm able to save by few. Hey, I can do whatever I desire to do, but I'm just looking for somebody to stand up and make a difference. I'm just looking for somebody to lift up a trumpet to their lips and say, hey, I still got my praise left. You might think you got my joy. You might think you got my peace, but I still got my praise, and you can't take it away. You can't have it. I still got one true living God, and he's still sitting on the throne of my heart and you can't dethrone him he is the king of kings and the lord of lords you bring your noise but I'm going to bring my praise you bring your lies but I'm going to bring my worship you bring your intimidation but I'm going to call on my God my weapon is my praise man they they take that they take those trumpets they take those pictures with those lamps burning. And Gideon says, this is what we're going to do. I want you to look at me. And whenever I break my picture, I want you to break your picture. And whenever I blow my trumpet, I want you to blow your trumpet. And I want you to shout the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. I want my wife to go ahead and make her way up to this music. Brother, would you help us on the drums tonight? Tonight in the house of the Lord, we want to let the devil know that that we mean business. Tonight in the house of the Lord, we want to let the devil know, hey, this isn't a play thing. This isn't a fairy tale thing to us. But this is life or death. This 
this is heaven or hell. This is either you make it or you don't make it. This is either you overcome or you overcame. This is either you triumphant or you're defeated. This is either you're going to make it or you're not going to make it. Can I let somebody know we got to have a move of God that'll shake the gates of hell. We got to have a move of the Holy Ghost that will let the adversary know, hey, those people got their minds made up. Those people, hey, they're not intimidated by my noise. They're not intimidated by my sound. But hey, they got a praise on their lips. Hallelujah. He said, hey, it's time for us to make some noise. I'm going to tell you again. You've let the devil intimidate you long enough. There's mighty men and women of God under the sound of my voice tonight. But you've allowed the devil to back you in a corner. You've allowed him to tell you. You might as well keep your praise to yourself. But can I tell you what God's looking for in this house tonight? God's looking for a man or a woman to shake that rust off and say, you know what? I still got some triumph left in me. I still got some praise left on the inside of these old bones. I still got something on the inside of me that says, hey, you can't take my praise. You can't take my worship. You can't come, you can't come in here and tell me I'm done and tell me I'm finished. But my God's on my side. And Gideon, he blinks the picture. He blows the trumpet. And everybody begins to break their pictures. And everybody begins to blow their trumpet. And then everybody all in unison, they begin to shout the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. I come to tell somebody tonight, the devil can't stand up to the weapon that's in God's hand. The devil can't stand up to the work that God's doing. It's time for somebody to plead the blood. It's time for somebody to say, hey, God's already did the work. God already told me I'm victorious. God already told me I'm free. God already told me I'm delivered by the mighty power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, it's time for somebody to make a noise. It's time for somebody to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And when they begin to shout, all the host, the word of God says that they, they, they begin to cry. And they begin to run and they begin to flee. They begin to fight against one another. Why? Because there's power when the army of God begins to make a noise. There's power when the army of God says, hey, you've done enough talking, devil. Let me talk a little while. Let me tell you, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Let me tell you, I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. Can I tell you, Satan hates a loud church, but God loves when his church begins to make some noise. 
Psalms 33 and 3 says, Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Psalm 66 and 1 says, Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Psalms 81 and 1, Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Psalms 95 and 1, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Psalms 98 and 4. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise with trumpets and sound of cornet. Make a joyful noise before the Lord the King. Psalms 101. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. I wonder is there anybody tonight? You got some of your voice left. You got a shout left. It says, hey, I will shout with the voice of triumph. Come on, anybody got a war cry? I said, does anybody have a war cry? You talked to me long enough, devil. You intimidated me long enough, devil. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I've got my praise on my lips. I've got a song of triumph. I'm about to make a joyful noise unto the God of my salvation. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, to reach over and grab somebody by the hand and tell them, me and you, we're about to let the devil know we're overcomers. Me and you, we're about to let the enemy know this is our church. This is our church. You can't have it. We're going to have revival. We're going to have a move of God. Yes, yes, yes. Come on in the name of Jesus. Come on in the name of Jesus. Somebody oughta, somebody oughta, somebody oughta shout. You oughta shout. Come on, I'm taking back my praise. I'm taking out my weapon. Come on, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down a stronghold. Jesus' name, pray. It's my weapon. 
ought to get your dance back. You ought to get your shout back. You ought to get your victory back. Come on, I'm going to have it all. In the name of Jesus. The Lord said you've been bombarded by the lies of hell long enough. Satan has harassed your home. He's harassed your family. But God said there's still a praise on the inside. God said it's time for you to lift your voice louder than every lie that's been spoken against your home. God said it's time for you to lift your voice louder than the adversary trying to back you in a corner. Come on, you're a child of God. Get out your praise. Come on, somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout. Yes, I'm taking it all back. Woo. In the name. Come on. Won't you go the extra mile with me tonight? Won't you go the extra distance tonight? Just to let the devil know this is our hill and we'll die on it if we have to. But we're gonna have a move of God. We're gonna have a move of the Holy Ghost. Yeah! Hey! Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, God is speaking peace over your life. God is speaking peace over your mind. You've lived in turmoil. You've lived in chaos. But God said, right now, He's breathing peace upon your mind. God said to rest in the fact that you've done everything you can do. It's time for you to take your weapon back. Come on, I'm taking back my praise. I'm taking back my dance. Yes! Come on, you want to step in. You want to step in. I want it all. 
prosper. Say it won't. It won't work. Shall prosper. Say it won't work. No, no, no. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Say it won't work. 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 Yeah. It won't work. No. It won't work. It won't work. God, I don't know how to suffer. I am a soldier. I'm in the Lord's army. I'm going into battle. I got the victory. My weapons are not carnal. It's in my place. Pulling down strongholds in Jesus' name. Hey. Say praise. Come on, you got to get your praise out. You got to get your praise out. Satan has said of your soul there is no help for her but God has stood up on your behalf Satan has looked at you and he has been amazed and marveled that every time he has knocked you down, you keep getting back up. God said, you have been faithful. I have seen every tear you've cried. I've heard every prayer that you have prayed. And I am for you and not against you. I am your help. Icaramo, very present, very present, very close. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. Come on, you gotta let the devil know your lies aren't working anymore. Your deception's not working anymore. Your intimidation's not working anymore. Yeah. Oh, it won't work. Shall prosper, it won't work. No weapon, no weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. 
against me shall prosper. It won't work, no weapon. No weapon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder what would happen right now if all over this house, if you would begin to lift up your voice right now in unison all together. Come on all across this sanctuary, every man, every woman. Come on, it's time to let the devil know. Hey! Then suddenly there came a sound. Suddenly there came a sound. Suddenly there came a sound. Like a ration. Like a ration. Mighty wind. And it filled. It filled all the house. Suddenly there came a sound. Like a ration. Mighty wind. And it filled all the house. You order. You order. You order. Let the devil know. Come on, I got that sound I got it inside me I got it in me I got it in me
about it tonight, church? Got your mind made up? I want to be a soldier for Jesus Christ. How about you? I want to be a representative, amen, of his righteousness and godliness. I haven't got it yet, but I'm going to. Remember I talked about getting a big drum? Yeah. Brother Randy came up to me. Or it might have been a hardware store. Maybe after, I don't remember which one, but I thought about it was this service went on tonight and spit it to the end here. I said, man, I wish that I had that horn right now. I'd blow that horn. Or get somebody to blow it. <laughs> Brother Randy said he's going to try to find one. I don't know if he's found one or not. <laughs> Amen. But we're probably going to buy a horn too. <laughs> Amen. I'm talking about a ram's horn. I ain't talking about one of these brass ones and all that. I'm talking about a ram's horn. <laughs> Amen. I'm talking about one of them old-fashioned horns. Woo! The devil's tuning his horn, but I'm telling you what, God can silence it. God can silence every voice out of hell. If you'll open your ears up of honesty and open up to the voice of God. He's your maker. He's your creator. He's the one that make a way where the sea to be. No way. I'm fixed to tell you what the Pentecostal's biggest problem is. We talked about it a little bit in the office this evening. We want to fight our battles our way because we want to get the glory. I'd show you with Israel time and time again. But when God fights a battle, he's got a different method and a different way. I wonder just how many 300 would really joined up with Gideon without M-16s, without any Air Force, without any, amen, they didn't even have a gun. They didn't have none of that. Did him have a sword? Can you imagine when he handed him that picture? Come on, you're a big guy. <laughs> you, you're used to the soldier. You're used to having the, the, the shield. And you're used to having a sword. And you're used to using these methods. What Saul tried to deck up David with? What did he try to put on it? But David said, hey, these has never been proven. Hallelujah. This is what's got to happen in Bendale, Mississippi. We've got to start proving God's way and God's method, not ours. We're not here to glorify flesh. We're here to glorify God. You let God, amen, get the glory. The devil don't have a chance in the courtrooms or any other place. In the hospital roads, in the cart roads, or any other place. Marketplaces, superstores, or any other place. I almost went out there in my truck. I don't know if it's in there or not. I got an old dog horn. I hadn't bowed it in a long time. I don't know if I can. I almost went out there and got it. I, I think it's out there. I ain't sure, though. I remember taking it out of the old Toyota, but I just don't remember what I've done with it. Praise God. Let's blow our horns for Jesus Christ. Let's hear what the man of God has preached to us tonight. And I don't want to be just a hearer, though. I want to be a doer. And I want to do it the way God wants it done. Not the way I think it ought to be done. But I don't want to do it out of control. I want to do it under the control of the Holy Ghost. That's going to make all the difference in the world. Thank you again, Brother Rouse. Sister Rouse, what a word of God. What a bittersweet touch of the Lord in this house.
God bless you tonight. Appreciate you so much. You may be seated. God bless each one of you. Your response and faithfulness to the house of the Lord and to the work of God. We do appreciate them so much, brother and sister Rouse and the family. They put in a lot of time, a lot of energy. Man, they've had a long week all said and done. Praise God. But we're so thankful they was able to be back with us today. Amen. And God blessed them. I prayed for them. I said, Lord, keep them on that road. Help them to get here. Amen. Get some rest. I knew it was going to be some long hours. And uh, I tell you, it can, it can work on you. Hallelujah. I promise you, they don't have super flesh. Amen. Praise God. But we love and appreciate them. And they didn't cut it none short tonight or this morning. And we thank God for it. Amen. Let's don't forget tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. As much as you can through tonight, tomorrow, spend some time in prayer. Talk to God. Let your minds and meditations be on the Lord and the operation of God and moving of the Holy Ghost. We really want to see some people receive the Holy Ghost. If you're in this house tonight, a candidate that if you don't have the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, it's a promise from God. Amen. It's God's will. You can settle that issue tonight. It's God's will. It's God's will for you to have the Holy Ghost. And if you've got the Holy Ghost tonight, it's God's will for you to be an overcomer. I don't care what the situation is, what the dilemma is. God's will for us to be victorious. And that's what we want to do. Amen. Praise God. Birthdays. Birthdays. Got any birthdays? Praise God. No birthdays. Hallelujah. Okay. Anniversaries. No anniversaries. Hallelujah. All right. Well, that's good. Praise God. Thanks for that nickel on a Coke tomorrow or something. Amen. Praise God. All right. Love you. Appreciate you. Let's let Brother Sister Rouse know how much we appreciate them. Let's let one another know how much we appreciate one another. Your presence in this house. And Amen. And we thank you for it. And most of all, for the presence of the Lord and for the ministering touch of God that's taking place here. Put it in your heart. Put it in your mind and your spirit. Amen. Let's live for God. Let's make up in our hearts and minds. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to be a servant and a soldier of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Appreciate you. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord. God bless you.